You're listening to the Ellie Castro Show. He is Ellie Castro. He is Jose Rodriguez. And I'm Emeline Ramos. Emeline and I are moving, so we are currently selling our house, which, you know, can be very stressful. The last three houses I sold were definitely very Hold on, hold on. Look at me, mister. I sold three houses. The last three houses I sold. Ah, look at me. I play Monopoly in real life. (laughs) I do. I like buying houses, flipping them. It's Uh, fun. But do you do it all by yourself, or do you have, like, somebody to help you? I had a partner, but now I do it alone. Oh, I had a partner. Look at me. I'm a venture capitalist. I'm a real estate mogul. Is Lisette your partner? (laughs) Now she is, but the first three weren't. So when you say now she is, what kind of role does Lisette, your wife and partner, play? None. So she's like a silent partner. Right. (laughs) Does she even know she's a partner? Yeah, because she'll pick like the colors. That's what her job is, you know, picking the aesthetics of the house. And you probably give her like uh, a choice of two. You don't even, (laughs) yeah, you don't even say pick any color. You go, is it gray or dark gray? It's good to have uh, her perspective when it comes to like the kitchens, the bathrooms, because that's technically what's going to sell your house. Because when a couple is buying your house, let's face it, the woman buys the house. The guy doesn't buy the house. He's just, yep, that's what we're getting. Excuse me. Okay. I (laughs) beg to differ with this one because Ellie totally bought this house. I'm the one who picked this house, man. I walked in. I saw it. I saw the layout. And I'm like, this is it. I hadn't even seen the bathrooms. See, had I picked it out, I probably would have seen the bathroom in some more depth and said no. So do you regret it? I regretted it day one. Remember, I cried in the shower. Yeah, okay. You cried in the shower after the first day, but we're talking three years later. No, I don't regret it three Ah, years later. Ah, well, well, well. But there's been a lot of fix-up since day one then. I fix exactly what she hated about the house. Yes. Yes. We had to redo both bathrooms. So having fixed them, obviously, the bathrooms and kitchens are what sells the house. In my case, I didn't need the bathrooms to sell me. It was the layout. And then I needed the bathrooms to convince my (laughs) wife to stay in the house. So you could keep the house and not have to sell it right away. Yeah, because I'm not going to live in the layout. You know, I have to live with her. Right. I found this article that says things real estate agents aren't telling you. Well, that's not good. I think our agent has told us everything. I don't know if I want to hear this, guys. See, and now I'm going to start getting paranoid. So (laughs) go ahead. Your open house helps me more than it helps you out. What does that even mean? So according to the article, it says open houses might be a better way for the agent to gain more clients rather than sell your home. But having an open house increases the chances of it selling, though. So it's kind of like um, if 10 people come to the open house and one of them buys it, then I don't care if he walks away with nine potential clients. But it's also saying it's their way of just finding new clients rather than selling your home. They're trying to find more clients. But doesn't that really just depend on their attitude during the open house? I think you could tell if the agent was looking for clients more than he was trying to sell the house. Welcome. Welcome to the open house. Uh, What's your name? Thank you. My name's Ramon. Ramon. Oh, uh, speak Spanish? Si. Ah, buenas tardes. Come right in, please, please. Muchas gracias. Are you looking to buy a house? I am. The wife and I, but she couldn't join me, so I'm the one looking right now. Oh, what's her name? Marta. 
Marta, that's a wonderful name. You guys been married a long time? Uh, yeah, we've been married four years. Four years is a long time. Okay. <laughs> New generation, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where are you guys living now? We rent. Oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful, yes. wonderful. Renting is not a bad way to save money to purchase that new home. Do you guys work full time? Uh, yes, we do. But a couple of questions about the house. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, what does she do for a living? So what's the layout like? So what does she do for a living? Yeah, trying oh. to get the, the layout of the house. I'm, I'm in a hurry, actually. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I've got other clients to show the house to. Uh, what does she do exactly? Okay, so, well, you should be focused on this client right oh, now. Oh, I'm focusing on you, Ramon. You, Ramon? I'm trying to buy it. Ramon, you and Marta? are yeah. my priorities right now. Okay? Great. And I want to get you into the house of your dreams. What exactly are you looking for? Like a three-bedroom, two-bedroom? Well, I'd like to get a walkthrough of the house to see what this one looks sure, like. Sure, sure. We can walk around. We can walk around. But listen, while we're walking, uh, tell me, um, do you guys have any kids? Uh, Nope, we don't. So how many bathrooms does the house have? Two bathrooms. So if you don't have any kids, that means you have no agent either. Uh, No, I don't have an agent. I'm how just here wonderful. looking at the house. Yeah, we can look. We can look. That right there, uh, that's the master bedroom. So let me ask you, do you guys want to master bedroom with an ensuite is this a split plan or is this all the bedrooms are on one side in this one so listen i'm gonna give you a little contract that uh, has my name you know you could put on it put oh, your name contract i haven't even taken a full tour of the house you're oh, getting oh, no. way ahead of yourself oh no i'm not getting way ahead of myself i just want to make sure that you're equally represented okay no i'm just looking around you know you're a little pushy it's kind of like when you go into a store to buy some shoes and the guy's following you around and won't let you look at the shoes i think it's attentive service the house is like a shoe store you're trying to buy shoes you're trying to buy a house i'm the guy you need okay well let's take a tour of the house because so far you haven't taken me around that we haven't even seen the yard okay you see the window there just I'm beautiful go, yeah open it up there's the yard okay so can i call you maybe tomorrow and maybe uh set you up for some houses this guy doesn't stop no when you're on the hunt for a new home or sometimes when you see an open house sign you stop for a quick look around how many times have you walked in the door to that house that might or might not be right for you, and the agent pounces. It's crazy. Go away. Here's the next one. It says, scents matter. Like scents, like chavos, like pennies? Like smell. Oh, scents. Scents. Oh. Ah. Aroma. Yes. So they don't like the smell of shoes, like old shoes, like dirty socks? Well, it says here, who can resist the alluring smell of freshly baked cookies? What if the person hates sweets? Or what if they're on a diet? Right. And then they go in the house and they go, oh, great. You see, now I, I'm going to relapse and I'm going to blame it on this house. I hate this house. Or candles. What about candles, babe? I've never found a candle aroma that I like. I happen to love the way candles smell. I Wh would like candles all the time. Which one? What's your go-to candle scent? Um, I like linen or like ocean scents. Linen? Like fresh linen. Like, like clothes that are just washed. Like fresh laundry smell? Yeah. That's so you're saying if you walked into a house to buy it and it smelled like fresh linen or ocean side, that would be like, huh. I think I like this house a little more. I would. I like the smell of fresh laundry. Like I just did it. <laughs> what? So you like the smell of chores. That's what you're saying? Like I walk into a house and if it smells like people just did their chores, that's attractive to me. Because mm -hmm. it means it's clean. It means the house is clean. The people are clean. Temporarily for now. So Ellie, you're telling me that even if the house smelled like chocolate chip cookies, you wouldn't buy the house? I would definitely not buy the house. In fact, I would get angry. Okay. That it smelled like chocolate chip cookies? But yes. you love cookies. That's right. Because there'd be no cookies. It would just smell like it. Oh. I'd be like, what kind of tease is this? So you, you don't want the smell. You want to see them. I want the cookies. If I walk in and there's like a platter 
of chocolate chip cookies and it's like yo take as many as you want you got my attention now all of a sudden the layout looks pretty good now the bathrooms look updated they might be from the 80s but if you put a platter of chocolate chip cookies by the sink okay i'm gonna be like hey you know what this is okay hey all it needs is a little fresh coat of paint oh wait there's more cookies by the wall suddenly the paint doesn't look that bad so for you when you walk in the salesperson needs to have a platter of cookies ready for you because then you're gonna put your blinders on and focus on the cookies yes and the agent needs to say take as many as you want that's the key not just like oh take one because we have to save for the rest of the people no just take whatever you want eat as many as you can while you're going around looking at the house you should never underestimate the power of smell when trying to impress a prospective buyer my advice is to make sure that the house is really clean and there's a beautiful aroma when somebody walks in what is that beste? Here's the next one. Don't turn people away because of a mess. It says if you want to sell your house faster, then a good decluttering is key. However, if you get a last minute request to show your home and you didn't have time to tidy up, don't turn down the offer. That would be very hard for me because I don't want anybody in this house when it's messy. Yeah, that's tough. See, for me, I'd be like, fine. You know what I mean? Come take a look at it. I could be in my underwear. I'll be like, I'll just be in the bathroom locked up. You know, don't come in here. But for Emily, like the house has got to be spotless. Like she will call in an emergency cleaning service. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> she ain't playing. And when we had to get the house ready for a showing, it took a lot of work because we had to like put a lot of stuff in the car and get it out of the house. And we had to, you know, to declutter is not just to move stuff around. You have to kind of like make things disappear. Especially if you don't have a lot of like closet space or any more space to put these things in. You can't be telling people that then they're not going to buy the house. They're going to be like, <laughs> oh, she said that the house is lacking storage space. She said it on the podcast. No, no, no. You got to be like, no, you know, some stuff... Uh, uh, you know, we wanted to give it away for the day. And then we took it back after that. The great thing about getting rid of clutter is that it makes your space feel so much more livable. Despite the fact that you have less stuff, you actually can relax into your space more because there's less stuff cluttering up your space and your mind. The other thing is, unlike dieting or exercising, decluttering gives you instant results. You literally slim down with just a few moves. So it's a good thing to do. Here's another one. It says, read before you sign. Now, I'm sure as an attorney for you, that one's just common sense. You need to make sure you read everything before you sign anything. What makes common sense? The request or the act? Because I understand the request, but I still don't read anything before really? I sign. You I, don't? No, I just kind of look at the person. I give them a look like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like you better not be trying to trick me. Because huh. you know. I was a lawyer. I was a lawyer one time and I give them that stare. And if they don't kind of flinch, then I'm like, OK, they mean business. It's OK. It's legit. And then I sign and then I go, huh, one more time just to let them know that huh, I mean business. I must admit, I don't read anything. I just sign. Who does? I mean, it's like, you know, 18 pages of fine print. I initial, initial, initial. And honestly, sometimes I'm like, maybe I sign a little differently. So if this ever comes to court, I'll be like, that's not my signature, man. <laughs> that's not me. That's not me. Yeah, that's not me. Like, seriously, that's how fraudulent I think sometimes. <laughs> 
Like, I, I'll sign it differently, and I'll be like, they'll never prove this was me. I've always been very diligent in making sure I read this stuff. I guess just being careful that I don't want to end up in court with somebody like you going, nope, he signed it. That's him. With somebody like me? Yeah, an attorney telling me, nope, he signed it. It's legal. Because all attorneys sound like that? <laughs> yes. Nope, he signed it. It's legal. Yep. No, no, it wouldn't go like that. It would go like this. <laughs> Mr. Rodriguez. Yes. Isn't it true that you signed a real estate contract June 21st of last year? I did. And isn't it also true that you had the chance to review said contract? I did, but he was rushing me to get Excuse it Excuse me. Is that a yes or a no? Uh, yes. Thank you. And isn't it true that you had ample time to review it, that you were not rushed and that you signed it voluntarily and knowing what was in the contract? No. No, you did not sign it voluntarily? No, he rushed me to sign it, so I didn't know everything that was in the contract. Who's he? The gentleman that gave me the contract. What's the gentleman's name? Ramon. So Ramon controls you? Is that correct, Mr. Rodriguez? No, he doesn't control me. Oh, he does me. not control he you. He just said that this was in a hurry, we need to read this real quick and just It was a yes sign. or no question. Oh, uh, no. He does not control you, yet he controlled you enough to prevent you from reading said contract, Mr. Rodriguez? Yes, because he was in a hurry. Ah, so that controlled you to rush where normally you would not have rushed. Correct. So maybe I should be asking Ramon questions, Mr. Rodriguez, since uh, apparently he controls what you do and what you say. You should. So that means you have no control over your actions, Mr. Rodriguez? No, I have control. So perhaps you should be institutionalized. See, this is the whole, this is the reason why I read the contract thoroughly exactly because of this. I can't. I mean... Yeah. Here's the next one. Beware when your agent is overestimating your house's selling price. And that's tough, though, right? Because they're the ones that know the market. They're the ones that kind of know what your house should be priced at. I get that, you know, the higher it sells for, the larger the commission. But, you know, well, I mean, what am I going to do? Am I going to be like, no, it's not 500, it's 450? Yeah, they're the professional in the field. We don't go into a doctor's office telling the doctor what to do. They tell us. I I'd like to see that. Let's see it. Hi, Mr. Rodriguez. Thank you for coming in today. It gives me a good opportunity to talk about your blood pressure results. Okay, I hope everything's good. I wanted to let you know that they were a little elevated today. It was 195 over 74. Oh, are you sure it wasn't like 120 over 65? No, I'm pretty sure it was accurate. We took it multiple times, manually and with the automated cuff, and it was still in the same range of the 190s over 70s, which is kind of elevated, Mr. Rodriguez. I'm pretty sure my blood pressure is 125 over 65. 65. I know me. I don't think my machines are off. So what I want to talk about is possibly starting you on some medication because I can't have you walking around with this high blood pressure like that. That's not healthy for you. But if we could just agree that my blood pressure is 125 over 65, then we can agree it's normal, right? Yeah, I'm not going to agree to that because that's not what your blood pressure was. But in theory, if a person's blood pressure is 125 over 65, then their blood pressure is normal. Yes, but that's not perfect. Your so then my blood pressure is normal and therefore I don't need medication, right? Wrong. Your blood pressure is elevated, so I have to start you on medication. I don't know where you're coming up with these other numbers, but here in the clinic, you are definitely with high blood pressure. I think you're elevating my blood pressure right now, and that's probably why the machine is giving you those readings. But if we can go back and agree that good blood pressure reading is 125 over 65, can we agree to that? Yeah, that is good blood Perfect. pressure reading. So then if that's the truth, then the machines are probably wrong. Therefore, I don't need medication for my blood pressure. You know what, Mr. Rodriguez? I'm just going to refer you to another physician. 
Thank you. <laughs> That's why you don't argue with the professionals, right? I mean, if right. she says it is what it is, then you just be like, okay, you're not going to be like, give me that machine. Let me run it myself. Because if you're going to do a price evaluation, you might as well be your own agent. Yeah, you might as well sell it yourself. Here's another one. As your agent, I might not want to know if somebody died in your house. You know that people in certain markets have actually started putting houses for sale with signs that say haunted or not haunted. Yes. Just to attract attention. But in this case, you know that this house is haunted. I'm not saying it's bad haunted. We've talked about it in previous episodes. It's not bad haunted, but there's a spirit here that'll start messing with lights. There's Casper, a friendly ghost here. His name is not Casper. Right. I don't see that being a negative. I think that would be something that I would certainly bring up like at a showing. I think we should be present at showings. I don't know why they tell us to leave the house. I could sell this house, okay? <laughs> With the ghost. It would be like this. Welcome. Welcome to my uh, house showing. This is so exciting. It's actually the first time that my agent has allowed me to be here to welcome you guys. Welcome. Are you guys married? Yes. Hi. How are you? Hello. Uh, what, hi. What's your name? Marta. Oh, Marta. Welcome. And you are? Ramon. Ramon. Oh, well, awesome. Uh, please come come in. Come in. This is my beautiful home. Thank you. Uh, I hate to be selling it, you know, but we have to move. Otherwise, I would stay here till the day I die. Okay. Oh. So why are you selling it then? Oh, uh, my wife got a job in uh, Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, bless her. <laughs> you know, she's the one that works. I just tend to the house. So I know every inch of this house. And I'm telling you, I would be here to the day I died. Well, what could you tell us about the house then that like we couldn't see superficially? Great question. So superficially, you know, it's a three bedroom, two bath, blah, 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 snore. Right. But did you know that more than just my wife and I live here? Oh, you have children. Not, not quite. You have pets? Not quite. But there is um, a presence. Yeah. Um, like um, from another, uh, well, uh, let's put it this way. You have uh, an unwanted guest here? No, like a no. squatter? Well, not quite. Uh, but let's just say that when Ramon, if you're ever home alone, you'll never really be alone. Wait, I'm so confused. Ah, see, I was too until the lights started flickering and I replaced the battery and they continued flickering. Are you saying that you have a spirit that lives in your house? Well, does the word spirit frighten you? Yes. Then don't use it. Okay. okay? What word does not frighten you? Does the word unicorn frighten you? No. Okay. Then you know what? A unicorn lives here. Okay. You just can't see him. Wait, that's like a supernatural being. Are you saying there's a supernatural being in this house? Does the word supernatural frighten you? Yeah. Then don't use it. Okay. Let's just use um natural being. Okay. It's just something natural that you can't see with your eyes. I don't like anything I can't see. That's the thing. You're passing judgment before you get to know it. Listen, this natural unicorn that you can't see will sometimes play games it'll turn the tv on in the middle of the night around three o'clock in the morning that's the witching hour just to kind of let you know hey i'm here all right you want to play ramon i don't like this house yeah he's trying to sell us a house with a ghost is yeah. what it is does oh. the word ghost frighten you definitely yes then don't use it <laughs> Here's the last one. Your neighbors 
make your house look good. Then we are screwed. <laughs> we are so, oh my God, forget it. We're never going to sell it. Really? Because two houses down, it's like this guy who fixes cars. And he's got like six, seven cars. And it's all over the, you know, this lawn. It just looks like a junkyard. So it's a mechanic that works from home? I guess, you know, I don't even know if he ever fixes them. I've never seen one that he's fixed like out on the road. And I don't think our neighbors are going to say anything nice about us because we never talk to any of our neighbors. Well, hopefully, if you're looking to buy this house, you're not going to knock on doors and be like, hey, tell me about, you know, the people that live there. Because they're going to be like, I don't know. They never talk to anybody. <laughs> you know, I, I think they're probably cooking meth in there. Who knows? Maybe they're wanted by law enforcement. That's crazy that the person that's usually here the most, because you spend most of the time in the house, does not know your neighbors and uh, interact with your neighbors. Yeah, I don't know them. But you know what? They know me. Because <laughs> they probably see me come out, you know, from my walks and come back in. They probably look at me and they study because I'm probably that old man. You know what I mean? That old, crazy, mysterious man. And as you're walking, you don't yell at them or, or gently say, morning, neighbor. Never, never. I kind of anticipate when they're going to look at me. And that's when I look down. I don't want any interaction because then it's a conversation. Right. And then the next time you see them, you got to follow up on that conversation. Then I got to remember what they said. And to remember, you got to care. Right. And I don't care. I just don't. The fact that we live next to each other is enough contact. Okay. Our houses speak to each other. We don't need to speak to each other. That's why if we ever need anything, we're like totally screwed because nobody will come to our rescue. I could never go to anybody's house to ask for like sugar or, you know. Okay, sugar. Okay. Who does that? <laughs> Jose, have you ever had to go? You live in the country. Okay? I do. Have you ever had to go next door or to anybody's house and ask for something you didn't have? No. Okay, because this is in 1957, <laughs> right? right? If I ever go and knock on somebody's door, it's because um, there's been a death in my house. And for some reason, the killer took my phone, okay? <laughs> if I knocked on my neighbor's door, they would probably come out and be like, who are you? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing here? And call the cops. That old man, that crazy old man that lives next door is here to kill us. Well, my next challenge for you for the next house is meet some of your neighbors, you know, become courteous with your neighbors. I do want to be social in our next block. Oh, my God. Are you telling me that I'm going to have to go like and like knock and say, I just moved in next door? You know what? Let's see what that would look like. OK, so I'm. I'm super proud of you for doing this with me today, you know, because we just bought this house and it's great that we're going to meet our neighbors, okay? Okay, let's just knock on the door and let's, get it over with. Let's be positive. Let's smile. I don't remember what his name is, but I'm Hold sure on. he'll just introduce Hold on. himself. I'm going to be, I'm going to try to be positive, but I can't promise you I'll smile, okay? That's, uh, you're asking for a lot. Here we Please, go. Please, your face says a lot. I know it says a lot, but I was born this way, okay? Here we go. Hello, how can I help you? Hi, we're the Castros. Are you the ones that bought the house next door? Yeah, we did. We just wanted to come and say hello and introduce ourselves. Well, hello. I'm, uh, you seem very excited. I am. I'm Emmeline, and this is my husband. I'm Ellie. Oh, nice to meet you, Ellie. Ellie doesn't seem happy to be here, but nice to meet you. Oh, he's totally happy. My name's Paul. My wife's at work right now, but uh, her name's Samantha. It's Paul and Samantha Smith. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm so happy to be in the neighborhood. It seems like it's such a great little neighborhood, doesn't it? It is. It's very friendly. Is everything okay, Mr. Castro? Yeah, everything's fine. Just, yeah. Oh, okay. It just seems from looking at your face that something's wrong. No, it's just, this is the way my face is, Paul, okay? This oh. is just, my father's like this. My grandfather was like this. This is just, this is our default look. So it's your default angry look. I'm not angry, okay? It's just, it just looks that way. 
Oh, he's just like that. He's He doesn't mean anything by it. It's just his like resting little angry face, but he's really not angry. Well, that's fine. It's not like I'm going to have to see him every day. What do you do for a living? I stay at home. Oh, okay. So I will see you every day then. Uh, you know what? The wife just baked some great cookies. She's a master chef, and she baked some chocolate chip cookies. You can have one if you'd like. Just one? <laughs> You had me. You had me until you said just one. I saw you smile there. I, I was smiling, but then you said just one, and I just want to go home now. Okay, well, take as many as you'd like. I'll take the platter. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Great meeting you. And that was the Ellie Castro Show. He was Jose Rodriguez. And he was Ellie Castro. And I was Emeline Ramos. For more information on my upcoming shows, Miente, you can go to EllieCastro.com, and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can follow me on social media under Jose A-Rod. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you please? Won't you please? Please won't you be my neighbor? My neighbor. Hasta la próxima.